0: Good morning, Thunderbird fans and all of you classic car lovers. This is John coming to you from his basement studio in Morgantown, West Virginia. Today's podcast covers the 1968 Glamour Bird. It is now in the second model year of the fifth generation. This new design moved the T-Bird into the luxury groupings as Ford's own Mustang had taken away the four-seat sport luxury crowd and a host of GM products, Riviera, Grand Prix and Toronado had cut into the sales figures. Let's not forget that the Lincoln Continental Mark III is also attracting buyers. It would be fair to say our beloved T-Bird is really not the halo car it once was. The 68 T-Bird is often hard to tell apart from the 67, but remember the 68 will now have side markers as required by new federal law. For 1968, a new plant was opened up in the Los Angeles area known as the Pico Rivera plant. This was to help Wixom, Michigan with production of the T-Bird. A company-wide strike immediately closed this plant. By the time the UAW and Ford got it all together, production had been suffered. So for you collectors, not as many 68 T-Birds were built. Although Ford was looking back to, to save some cash, To spend on the third year design of the fifth generation, we will find some interesting features still being offered for 1968. For 1968, we'll find the following on the Glamour Birds. A new collapsible steering wheel, required by federal law. Shoulder strap seat belts, required by federal law, but many people chose not to use them as they were too awkward. Rear window defoggers, anticipating a federal law. This actually used hot air and a fan motor to blow warm air across the back window. We'll find disc brakes with single piston calibers and new constant velocity universal joints to help with vibration. The new 429 Thunderjet V8 rated at 340 horsepower that was originally an option from the 390 but starting in January it will now be the only engine Offered bucket seats were an option, and about 45% of all these T Birds sold in 68 were buckets. That's about 29,199 units. I think maybe last week I told you they were an option on a 67, but I do believe buckets became standard in 67, but an option in 68. We'll also find automatic climate control that. Automatically jostle between heat and air conditioning to keep temperature in the Thunderbird cabin a constant temperature. I don't know how well this really worked. I've never heard anyone really speak about that. Now, also a really cool idea that was an option for 68, but later would be dropped in 69, was a rear light rear bulb monitoring system that used, now get this, used fiber optics. They ran fiber optic tubes or fibers from each individual bulb through the trunk to an indication bar on the package tray in the back seat. And as a driver of a Thunderbird, you could use your rearview mirror to check to see if all the bulbs were working or if some were burnt out and needed to be replaced. The option isn't found on many of the 68 Thunderbirds. So, if you could find one, that would be a real coup for you, but the option, because not many people used it, was discontinued in 69. Also, probably one of the more harder to find options for 69 was the matching set of luggage available for T-Birds. One of the reasons it's probably hard to find is that it came not from the factory, but came through the dealerships. So, For 1968, how did these T-Birds stack up? Well, not so good. There was a total of 64,931 units sold. Not bad considering the strike, but even compared to 67, there were 77,976 units sold for 1967. T-Birds were starting to slide downhill. (laughs) Only things, as was stated by Alan Task, the Thunderbirds' one constant was unique styling, and we're going to see that that unique styling is about to change in the future. So, until next week, be safe, be happy, and drive those antiques. Always enjoying those Thunderbirds.